You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Alright, as that red light is meant to be believed, we are live back here on a Monday. Hello everybody and welcome to an exciting new edition of Low Key on the Wall Network. I am host Harry, aka The Moving Target, and this is going to be a fun episode. So this one, well we're going to talk about a different bunch of things we're going to go around. Yes, we're going to talk about a lot of the news today, because like, uh, you know, like, Reinhold, hopefully, he's been drinking water all day um, and keeping hydrated because he's been, uh, you know, like obsessed and looking at things on the news. So, of course, we'll bring up the big news story of the day. Um, Don Lemon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one cares about. Uh, not the other one. But the <laughs> but the one thing I did want to talk about, like some things that are going off in the uh, job market. So it's going to be a fun episode. But let me introduce the other pe- uh, other two people who have joined me on this mission because you guys know I don't like flying solo. I, you know, I can do it. I swear I can do it. I swear. But but like I said, he's been drinking water all day, staying up abreast of the news. We've got Reinhold. Reinhold, say hi, everybody. Hi everybody! It's been a fun day watching Twitter feeds. It's uh, you know one of those days where just nothing is going on, a- absolutely nothing, and it's boring. There's just it's quiet, so I don't know what to do. What we're going to talk about? Guten Abend, Frau Christi. Uh, you know, you know, it's a uh, it's interesting. It'll be interesting talking. Uh, trust me, this is, I was talking to Christy. Vincent. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, Christy. Um, this week's um, wait, wait, don't tell me. The guest host, guest star was Weird Al Yankovic. You might want to check it out. Mm, mm. Oh yeah, did you hear? Oh yeah, I'm sure she she's got to know about it, right? <laughs> I was listening <laughs> yeah, to it. No. I was listening to it too. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> anyways, um, and I don't, you know. Anyways, uh, of course, you know, like bring him back on his direction that Ryan Hold interrupted. We got Vincent. Vincent sitting over here. Why don't you go say hi to everybody? Hey everybody! I mean, I, I assume that we're talking about the the biggest news of esports shit that nobody cares about but me. Is <laughs> esports still a thing? Yeah, <laughs> not in the America? US. Not oh, in yeah. the US. No, no, no. <laughs> Anywhere but the US. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Uh, CS:GO two is out now. Well, not out. It's in beta anyway. It's in beta testing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean. The, the U because the U.S. sucks. Let's go with better smoke, right? I mean, that's really all it is. <laughs> I mean, just to put it in context: the so, some of the Brazilian leagues were getting more viewership than the North American leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, um, in, our big corporations in, uh, in, suck. On Valorant, it's just called the Americas. They don't do NA. Yeah. It's yeah. the Americas. Yeah, our, our our corporations suck. They use the they use the force of gun to 
make everything suck if they don't have control over it. So I enjoy it when the force of gun is turned around at them. And uh, <laughs> it's just like, hey, you guys started this crap. <laughs> I don't want them nowhere near this, but you put the thing on the table. So <laughs> you wanted to play with it. It's here. The ring's here. Let's play with it. Uh, but yeah, but that's not the topic I wanted to talk about. This is actually uh, like this. Um, there's been like several different podcasts and stuff that I've been going off off of. Like one, we'll have to we'll do the show in the future. I'm going to tease this show. I talked to Vincent earlier, but like like behind the scenes. Which if you are a thousand dollar and up, uh, too low key uh, a Patreon subscriber, you you heard that content. So if you're paying us one thousand um, uh, dollars a month, you you would hear that content. Uh, <laughs> I gotta stop saying that joke. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs> So you say that, but then and then somebody does you can find a sign Patreon up. page. So signs up to the to wall Patreon with under a thousand dollars specifically for low key wall. And they're like, this goes to low key. I want to hear. I want to hear the problem. <laughs> Gonna start doing some extra recording. I know. Maybe they can record that. Mm. But no, seriously, if you like, uh, if you want to like, if you, if you want to toss some money to any of the show, toss it just the regular big show it, that will trickles into us. Low key is um, subsidized by the uh, Chris Spangle Show, the worst of the Real Libertarians Network. We uh, suck up a lot of the bandwidth and data storage because we are consistent. We and we do long shows of, of high quality, so we uh, we eat. Off, we, we the size like like the extra that goes around. We like to eat that up, you know, and make Spangle do things. It's a lot of fun. I love it. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, the only reason we we get subsidized by the regular one is because I don't have access to the email. And if I had access to the email, we're doing Raid Shadow Legends promos every episode. No, no, everyone. Raid Shadow Legends. We're doing Manscaped. We're doing Hello Fresh. Nord VPN. Yeah, no, stop, Nord VPN. Stop it. We're not. No, no, not, not sponsored. Not sponsored. We don't do any of that crap. Okay, we have. Yet. we have. We have standards. We're not here for the money. We're here for love. People to come and watch the live show. This is what we're here for. We're, be, we're being sponsored by Apple, and no. they're uh, fighting against uh, side loading because no. we know no. side loading is bad, right? No. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Anyways, the Manscaped. If anyone's looking for a good razor, the Manscaped razor is just junk. Don't buy those. Get the pants. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's junk. It's crap. Does not condone what what low key wall says. <laughs> that is, those are just Timu razors with balls like uh, scratched on it. That's all. All, all, is. all I know is if they, if they want a sponsor, uh, that is redacted. Is all in Minecraft is what he's saying. It doesn't really count. Anyways, <laughs> what I wanted to talk about. All right, so the like, teasing this other show. So we're gonna bring producer Paul back on. They've been watching this um. A lot of podcasts talking about what is going on to like the younger generation. Like, is the younger generation screwed? Have we really, like, really messed them up? And, and this, but I want to tell you, like, I don't think so. Some of it's okay, but there's some things I've looked at. It's like, uh, I'm gonna need Paul to come in to, like, you know, like, if and you know, get me off this black pill for this for that part. But this one here, which I'm noticing, all right, so which the uh, I want to talk about the job market, people looking for jobs right now and going through and all the weird things that are going on with looking for a job, job hiring practices, and the qualifications for jobs. Because 
I've, you know, it's not like I don't look at this stuff. I look at it all the time because the best time to look for a job is while you have one. No matter if you're, I am happy at my job. I love my job. I don't plan on going to other work for another work for two, at least two years. But at any moment, my boss could come in the corner and go like, hey, sold to this uh, Chinese investment firm. Good luck. <laughs> you know, just like I try to keep my podcasting skills up because like Spangler uh, could, you know, you know, send me an email and go like, we're not libertarian anymore. We're doing country radio and I got to be ready. Okay. Any moment, anything can happen, you know, because <laughs> he gets, especially the month of May, he gets really into racing. I'm like, Man, we're just going to be, a, let's just switch. Let's just be a sports network. It should be fun. <laughs> yeah. But, we cover the XFL. All, all day long, hard all the time. Let's go. Yeah, praising Dale. Um, no, but the thing I wanted to talk about is like, like I said, is jobs. So I've been looking at like all the different jobs, like of the jobs around the marketplace, like, and like mostly in the tech sector. I look at tech. Um, I also look at food and some mechanicals and like that. But most of the time, I mostly look at the tech jobs. And it has always been ridiculous. I, I'm used to that ridiculous, like, um, neat entry level, ten years of experience, <laughs> and, like help desk. That thing is still out there. Those jobs are still out there. But what I'm seeing is like, which is, uh, I don't know, like maybe I've never seen this before, or this hasn't come to me. Is I'm seeing a lot of tech jobs not posting the, the like the salary for a lot of the jobs. <laughs> which is shocking to me i'm used to seeing that there you know i don't know maybe that's just and honestly like i only filter for jobs that are going to tell me how much they pick because that's the worst thing i always hate was applying for a job and finding out like they're nowhere near my salary thing you know they're near nowhere near what i, what I need to make compensation wise i can't and i was like no i can't live on that you know i i've got you know i've got investments that i need to make and you know and i'm worth my skills are worth more than that so i'm not gonna think of Unless your mission, I love your mission. I'm going, I'm, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm, I don't know if anyone like this. Like, have you guys been out and like looked on, pooped up Indeed or other job places? You know, I, I, I have recently had reason to. You have? So, oh, Tucker. Yeah, my company last week announced the uh, first time in a decade reduction in workforce. And I was not part of it, but. My boss was, and some other people I know were, and kind of makes you makes you think about you know whether you sh we should look around or not, and just you know. So I start looking around, and see what's out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting. There's a lot of stay-at-home IT jobs now Lots. that were not there five years ago. Lots of it. Mm -hmm. Which does make sense because, like, so, I, I'm a, I'm a one, I I hate cloud computing. I hate it. But I really hate cloud computing if I have to go into an office. <laughs> if I have to go to a building, well, then I want my server I... in the building. <laughs> so I'm a, I've been a consultant for a while now. And I, it always made me frustrated because it's like, why do you want me on site? Why do you want to pay me airfare, hotel, car rental, all that stuff that I have to do? to come out to your business to do what I could be doing sitting in my office over mm -hmm. a line. Cause the cord basically because nobody goes into their server room anymore. Anyway, they're all remotely managing their ser their servers from their desk. Mm -hmm. I just have a longer cord. I mean, <laughs> this is not, this is not brain surgery here. Right. So it, it never made sense to me why a company would want to pay that kind of money 
just to have be there on site and mm-hmm. find out a lot of times it's because they want to have face the face time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which Reinhold yeah. is frozen on yeah. the screen. Anyway, so I I reeled about that for a long time and I finally got to the position where I could work from home all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know my my I updated the software for my camera and now it is being a pain in my butt. So well, we thank you it's for doing this, updates. or I uninstall the camera and just go without tonight. <laughs> well, uh, our view, our uh, numbers and drop if, you were, you. If, if people can't see you. Okay, right. <laughs> right. people like seeing Ryan Holmes' face, so we can't, you know, can't have that. Um, yeah, yeah, I figured yeah. the There's... numbers would go up if they couldn't see me. <laughs> you guys, I get. Oh, thank you, thank you. No one wants to see this face. Doubtful. Who's right. that old right. guy? Oh, come on. You do good in the 35 to 45 demo. Okay. 35 to 45. <laughs> All right, Vincent, yourself, you've been looking at it? Well, that's just people truly have... wonder if I'm their dad. <laughs> I haven't personally been looking at it much since I started the job I'm currently at. I haven't mm-hmm. talked to people who have. And while, while we did joke about like, Oh, you had to have this much qualification that doesn't make any logical sense. That there's just a lot of there's a lot of that where they were like, Oh yeah, we need you in this entry level job, but you need like five years of this and six years of that. And it's like, what why are you even putting this here? If I'm not gonna make any amount of money with mm-hmm. my experience, might as well go to a job that actually has experience and will care about my experience. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of it is just more of the job market is random. The, the the a lot of jobs are like open. They have this job available, but and they'll say, "Oh, this is work from home." But it'll specifically say, "Well, we need to make sure you have a car and are willing to drive to this area uh, in this general vicinity of this location." But we're work from home, but not really. <laughs> yeah, not really. Yeah, the bait and switch. A lot of them where they where they put work from home to mm-hmm. get eyes on their thing mm-hmm. when they're not work from home. Oof. Oof, yeah, yeah. And be careful with job posts like that, because if they're willing to lie there from the, from the jump, they'll, they'll lie for everything else. They'll mm-hmm. bait and switch for everything else. It, those are red flags. You know, it's, well, you know, yeah, yeah. Like me personally, I liked going into an office. I enjoyed it. But gas prices the way they are, I enjoy being at home. <laughs> you know, it's, I've gotten used to it. You know, like now it's like, it's going to take a lot for me to like, Go to in. I'm like, go in. I'm, I'm gonna need an office. What? Nah, we got this. Nah, bro. Nah, you don't understand. I've had for complete privacy. I need that. <laughs> I Just like because having you exchanged your extroverted nature from an office to a yoga studio doesn't mean <laughs> anything because that's what it was. <laughs> you just wanted to be around the people, but now you have a chance to do it like every day that isn't in the office. So you're fine. Yeah, yes. But well, like my um. Uh, company actually paid these like subsidize uh, my uh, yoga habit you know <laughs> because you know when you tell them like like i need to see people once in a while because i i know i don't on my it team i we meet daily but i'm just the what it guy <laughs> <laughs> so there are some days like i don't talk to anybody at my company <laughs> i just i make you do you know there's tickets and most of the time they're all back ends. Hey, can you 
boot this thing up in AWS or, hey, I created five servers at like 3 a.m. Can you get them up to snuff compliance wise? And I'm like, ah, just use the Terraform script. That ah, I couldn't get them to work. <laughs> so I ended up doing that stuff. But yeah, but yeah, it's. All right, so like my main thing is right, which like I, I get on the record for all the time is like I I'm upset to a lot of these job positions, which uh, I will tell you this: like if you're in the marketplace, you're you are the hiring manager, and you can't realize like you're not getting a lot of good candidates are coming up. Um, I've seen a lot of it is a lot of people using like eight having like having too uh, putting too much pressure on their HR department. I think HR is great for helping with recruiting, special technical recruiters to see if people are a good culture fit and to give you some resumes. But I think they use a lot of different things to help um, them sift through all the resumes that they get. And I think a lot of good candidates fall through the cracks of those as they sift through. And I think one of the big ones is when they tell people, like, hey, it's all the different qualifications, the wish list that people want. And I think the biggest one is, like, especially in the IT field, is, like, requiring, like, a four-year degree, especially for an entry-level position. It's like, no, 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 no. Associates is fine, and, or you just, the certifications are fine, or just has the, you know, has the, you know, skills or background knowledge to be able to just do this, you know? Now, it's... Um, one thing I always tell people is like most of the technology I've worked on didn't even exist when I was in college, you know, I'm way past that. It was like, well, did you get your certness? And it was like, like, I kind of want to get my certs and like some of the VM stuff like that, but it's, I kind of like grew into it. I was moving around to it. So I, you know, are there stuff I missed? Yeah. I've picked up most of it and just used it, but it's, you know, it's, you know, as I go through any, like the beginning courses, I just look at it and just, you know, like my eyes go across. I like, I know this speed up, go faster, you know? It's also that that other element of a lot of people don't have don't look good on paper, but are good mm -hmm. in interviews. Yes, but they can't get to the interview portion of it because their mm -hmm. papers don't look mm -hmm. up to standard or what they wanted to look like. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because because I feel like it was a going to a completely different level of all this was the especially when I was growing up of the you have to go to college if you don't go to college you're nothing. Mm -hmm idea of a lot of mm -hmm. it and mm -hmm. because of that it's it's kind of warped a mm -hmm. lot of the the what what business people are looking for because they're like well you need to have this because everybody says you need to have a college degree it doesn't matter if you're if you're skilled enough you know all the technical know-how to to run this machine mm -hmm. you don't have the paper and the debt that says you can run this machine right yeah yeah <laughs> And it's not so much that as it is you don't have the paper that says you run this machine, but these three other people do. Right. So we're yeah. going to look at them first, right? It's a exactly. competition type thing. It's not right. necessarily they want that requirement. It's like, how can we weed out to a number that we can handle mm -hmm. to interview? Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's the easy sorting of uh, like HR departments to get with all the um, amount of. Uh, applications that they get in you know they they need something to sort like i, I kind of fault hr for it but i also like fault the hiring manager like i i've seen a lot of different clients when you just ask the hr like can i see the clients that you've turned away you know and you you might find some really good ones or someone who are like really creepy close you know but like they just don't like well they don't have that 
four-year degree or well we want you said vmware this guy's did uh zen server like i don't zen server's close enough give me give me give me give me give me give me <laughs> just like we're struggling over here get this person in here you know i don't care <laughs> he understands virtualization you know um, but if you if you told him that that especially if they they don't have the same expertise and what mm-hmm. they're supposed to be looking for to hire into mm-hmm. it causes that whole other rift of you gave me this criteria and I don't know how to guesstimate based on them sure. having this piece of paper that says they're skilled in three these three adjacent things that are mm-hmm. t- adjacent to what you guys do but yeah. not exactly what you do so I'm going to turn them away Correct. Yeah. So I think a lot of it has to be like, which me personally, I think a lot of it has to go into. So if you are a hiring manager, I think you probably need to take more of an active role in your response. It's like, I, can, I think you can't leave it all up to HR uh, like or like your technical recruiters to like help you with recruiting. You need to get down in the trenches too and like possibly sort through and look through some of these resumes because, you know, the, the process is wow. is dirty. It's, it's, you know, it's awful right now. Something else that happened when those, you know, zip recruiters, all those, all those, you know, online resources started popping up mm-hmm. um, is that the headhunter business dried up. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking to get a mm-hmm. position, I was getting into IT. I just got, you know, and I was wanting to change where I was at. And I remember calling up the, the, the headhunters and they're like, well, you know, we don't have anything for you right now, blah, blah, blah. Well, I got into an argument with the company I was working at because they were promising me with a promotion, I would get so much money. And then a year came by and they didn't give me what they told me they were going to and everything else. So mm-hmm. um, I came from that meeting and went to my office and I got a phone call from the recruiter, from the, yeah, from the headhunter saying, Hey, I was just checking back in. wanting to know if you had any experience with Microsoft server. Cause a lot of people didn't have it at that time. And I'd been working with it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I do actually. <laughs> now that you mentioned it and they're like, Oh, I can have you a job in a week, right? So they were able to, you know, they were able to go and talk to the people and say, hey, this is the thing with the guy, you know? And so they have these relationships. They know who to talk to. They know how to get into the door mm-hmm. and to sell you. And then you just come in and get the job. I had a, I had a job offer in three days, yeah. right? By the next Friday, um, I had already, I gave in my notice. So that was amazing and then years later when i wanted to try and use the headhunter again it was like i can't even find these people they had re- they had quit the business there weren't any mm-hmm. companies doing it anymore it was just like that function was very useful especially in it and probably in other mm-hmm. areas where you could have that intermediary working on your behalf mm-hmm. because you you i may know all about it but i don't know about hiring <laughs> you know right. right and at the time i've done some hiring since then but um, I don't know all the ins and outs and everything you have to know and who to know and how to get in the mm-hmm. door. And these people did that for you. And they just took a, they just got a, a pay. They got paid from the, the guy who ends up hiring me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as a, as a uh, way to say, Hey, we didn't have to go slog through, you know, 200 resumes to try to find somebody. You brought them to us. So we're going to give you some money back for that. Yeah. So I feel like it, it just got, got pushed off to the, the markets that that were about marketing yourself like a good example of it if, you, if you're following the nfl the whole thing with lamar jackson the player who he doesn't have an agent he's been trying to negotiate his own contract and even and because of that he hasn't been able to get his get a new contract he's been met he's been representing himself and everything's all over the place and then you look at you know 
Jalen Hurts has got a brand. He just went to the Super Bowl and got a brand new contract to make the most pay, most paid player in NFL history. So Aaron Rodgers just got himself where he wanted to go. So mm-hmm, yeah, but it's still having that agent there is there's certain markets that have it. You know, <laughs> the a lot of it is entertainment industry because the entertainment industry is still a lot about who you know and who can help you move your thing ahead. Like that's one of the things is like with me trying to looking into the process of getting a book published, you, you want a literary agent and that literary Mm -hmm. agent will really help you sell, sell, uh, sell your book and get it to the publishers in front of their eyes and make sure you don't get screwed over Mm -hmm. to the point where it's literally one of the, the first things that was said on any, almost every version of the things I was looking up is that the the writing agents don't get paid unless you get paid. If they want money up front, they're wrong. <laughs> so, so it still exists. It's just not as as common, especially in the in the tech industry. I believe mostly because a lot of that stuff got shifted to to California and Silicon Valley and everybody mm-hmm. just assumes that every if you're in tech you want to be in Silicon Valley yeah so they just uh, if you're not there they're probably not looking for it for you anywhere else well that's just like the startups like most of the thing outside of that is um like it's the actual big company with assets and money Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you don't have any assets and you know all your money's paper, you're probably in Silicon Valley. It's Silicon Valley. <laughs> it's a big lie bubble. You know, it's, yeah. it's the reason why like uh, people are shocked. Like, oh man, why is it Bud Light's stock dropping? Because they have assets. <laughs> that value is assets. Oh, oh, be- rents. Okay? oh, you mean because they have eighty other beers that isn't Bud Light? <laughs> 80 other beers, they have assets, they have distribution routes and rights to all kinds of different things, okay? You know, if that would have been like uh, some sort of, you know, startup company and everything is, they don't really own nothing, everything's all word of mouth, yeah, a boycott just just crippled, destroys you. But if you got assets, it doesn't mean anything. It's like, so what? So it's like like everyone's going like Bed Bath Beyond is right now, it's getting ready to go like through like liquidations. Yeah, they own assets. You know, they're going to be fine. Everyone's going to get some nice stuff. You know, it's you know, also if you know if you're furnishing your house, don't forget Ben and Beth Young is gonna have the liquidation sale coming up this week. <laughs> getting that yeah. getting that nice brand new beyond for your bedroom. <laughs> get me some uh, new uh, you know personally, yeah, some nice towels, probably redo my bedding, okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> get everything. Ooh, they have they have these nice thread count sheets. Ooh. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, and it kind of like exists in some way. Like so, like most of the times, like uh, I will say this right, like uh, like my like I haven't seen like a headhunter in like years either. Like most of the people like have helped me get jobs have been um, just my friends that I know from uh, that I've used for uh, temp, like temp agencies. Like mm-hmm. like they just know like you know like they also like find people looking for like uh, like full time work. You know they and they just something like. Also help recruiting thing on the side, you know. It's you know it's like their main business, but the main business is like just do a temp work. So like you know, I get a phone call from them all the time, like, "You looking Harry?" It's like, "No, no, nope. <laughs> nope." <laughs> well, just can you just hear this out? I was like, 
fine for you all hear it out <laughs> you know you know but you know you know it's all i'm saying is just if you like if you are looking out there to like or you're trying to hire or stuff like that and you're not getting good candidates coming in i'm like you should probably see what the applicants people are tossing away and also understanding like your wish list from the last person is it's just that it's a wish list you know like get rid of some of the things you're not stop trying to make someone be your perfect candidate and some things is like and also don't expect someone to know everything that you know you know expect you some training you know they're taking a risk on you and you should take a risk and spend money on them and be willing to train people on things you know like what are you willing to train you know and then put that preferred you know like hey like if you don't know this one part software but you know of something like this we're willing to train <laughs> Right, like my my the company I work for is just like, oh, you don't have a tech license here. We'll pay for you to take get your tech license for this. That I we'll just pay for it as long as you long as you go out of your way to learn, they will pay. Yep. Yeah, and uh, but you get people who say who say they don't want to pay you to train you so that you can go somewhere else and take that and get more money somewhere else. Well, obviously that's, you're that's not the big fear. You're not then. You're not paying market rate for that position. Right. Yeah. Then that's it. Yeah. Then you can't afford that. Then you need to understand that since then you need to break that position into two different lower pay tier tiers, or you need to pay market rate. That's you know. That's just yeah. You're just not paying market. You know. It's it is what it is. Or you need to get someone who barely has anything, and hopefully while training them, you you build a loyalty and rapport with that person. You know, that's what you're looking for. Someone, someone's like, "Hey, yeah, but are, are the people these days loyal, especially in IT?" Um, it some people are, some people are loyal, but the other thing is like our company's loyal because there's, I think, so many IT people or just people in general have been burned by companies. It is like, I think it's a very fair question or interviewing question is to ask what your company did during COVID. You know, like what what did you do? You know, like how many people are here? Like pre that you know like how many layoffs did you do how many people did you get rid of did you just get rid of people you know what was your reaction um well, i think then- it's a two-tier problem because you've got on one hand you've got the old adage in it that if you want to raise or if you want to make market value you have to mm-hmm. basically change jobs every three years so that's right. the only way you're going to get it and yes. then there's also the it side of things where they you know just they just don't handle making the jobs something you want to work for right so they're, they're trying to get by with as little bit as possible they're not mm-hmm. paying market rate and mm-hmm. you know i don't know it's just um yeah yeah they want to pay you for loyalty are they Correct. do they reward the loyalty a lot of them don't yeah yeah yeah, and they're always shocked when you're will, you're willing to up and leave. But they're also, but if you feel like they're also have, also won't have loyalty back, because loyalty is also a two way street. Remember, like if you notice your company is there, like hey, they're having an issue with someone, but they're willing to get rid of them on a spot on a Tuesday with no warning, no no help out, blah 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 blah. If they do that to that person, they'll definitely do it to you. You know, it's don't have like don't don't be loyal to a company that could just get rid of you like in a few seconds like oh no no we'll help you out stuff like that like um like my company like we got rid of somebody nope two weeks of pay we let them keep their laptop I was like yeah yeah we're done with you blah 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 we'll help you out you know no it's great it's great awesome awesome was it a jerk this is great that's awesome that's company you can have loyalty for not you know some of these other fly by night bull crap stuff 
Right, like, like the last company I worked for, the only reason I was I stayed as long as I did was be like, COVID hit. They're like, cool, uh, we're just gonna keep going. <laughs> like, yeah, we we didn't close. We literally we didn't. We like missed like two days. They can deep clean everything, and mm-hmm. they're like, all right, let's keep going. Yeah. And we just kept working, and mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't miss a moment of money. And then they also mm-hmm. paid if you they paid you if you had COVID, and mm-hmm. and yeah. until you know. They overestimated themselves and thought the the peak from COVID was a was a trend and not an outlier and uh, yeah. sold themselves into closing down. So yeah, yeah. Well, and the other one is also like a, you're right, like yeah, because getting a cost of living raise every year, it's one people like, well, do you need that every year? It's like, well, yeah. If I'm not getting like you know with, with inflation's constantly going to eat at my salary. You know, or if things become more expensive in the air, it's going to eat myself. I'm just going to be making less. So it's another reason why some people move around. You know, so they, you know, if you increase the price of your products to help with inflation, like guess what? Like your employee salaries, probably everything else went up around. Your employees need that. I think the uh, jobs need to like if they want loyalty, you have to pay for loyalty. You know, you know, it's you know, or and understand that like it's. If you want them to be loyal to you, you have to be loyal to them. And I think, uh, I think the one of the best things from out of the COVID thing was people understand like when you are with some of these fake companies, was like, hey, here we're family, we're family here. Family doesn't just kick me out on the street, you know, <laughs> as we're standing at the barrel of a gun of no, you know, like a of a you know. A, if a pandemic, you know, you know, or just we'll just get rid of you on a Tuesday with no letter, nothing, lock you out of everything, you know, no, no words, don't see it coming, you know. That's not family. That's not family. You know, we're we're a family until something bad happens. No, not at that. <laughs> don't have that misplaced load to those companies. Be wary of those places. Like we're here, we're family. I don't know. You know, if you see some offboards that didn't feel like family, trust me, they'll do this to you too. You know, oh yeah. You know. You know, like uh, you know, your, your loyalty is to, is to your real family and yourself. Okay, all right. The job is is something that you're performing, and it's a contract that you do for this company. Right. Um, it, this is one of the things that that it that I excel at is it separating. You know, work is work, and everything else is everything else. Mm-hmm. Like I got. I've had a lot of people who are like, "Oh, they're so angry at this other coworker for being this person or interact or this like." the people there and i've i've so easily just been like cool i don't care i'm not at work anymore stop talking about it yeah don't care <laughs> hey cool i clocked out cool this this guy we have i'll give you 30 minutes <laughs> and then and then after that i don't care <laughs> <laughs> man clock it out man, man bro, bro, you remember clocking out? <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i remember i was working for um I what was it a uh, mail sorting company? They did mail sorting for the for you postal service. We had to clock in every night at a certain time. If you clocked in late, mm-hmm. you could three times. The third time, you're automatically fired. Mm-hmm. The last time I had to like punch a clock is uh, when I was for IT. Uh, I remember I had someone called me in because like the server was down, and it was like quick five minute fix. I was able to fix it, right? I still. But they woke me up at 1 a.m. So mm-hmm. I stayed working for three hours. <laughs> I just started work. I'm up. You woke me up. <laughs> yeah, I, was for, I was looking for a company and there was a 
hourly it was an hourly IT job and mm-hmm. they had me clock in every day and clock out. Yep. You know? mm-hmm. yep. They're like you you ate three hours there. It's like, yeah, you woke me up. I started working. I started- <laughs> <laughs> but you fixed the issue, sure did. And I noticed other issues, so I just kept working. <laughs> Might as well. So, if I'm all right. In I, for I, a penny, we, uh, in for a pound. I've been leaving after lunch. Leaving after lunch, unless you want to uh, give that OT, <laughs> which I'm all for. <laughs> yeah, last time I got that, <laughs> it was like let's transfer her to salary. Yeah, yeah, I will. I have no issue about clocking in. Once I've clocked in, don't you dare touch that. Don't you dare touch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, I trust me. Being on like being on the clock and not salary, they're like, Oh, yeah. I need to do this thing in three minutes before you leave. Cool. I'm just gonna stay clocked in and do it all. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think one of the best things I got for like the older boomer generation is um which I will give this thing out to you. If you are clocking in and clocking out on a clock machine, um you should have your own paper copy of that clock in clock out receipt yourself because I'm not saying all businesses will try to screw you over, but a lot of businesses will. Okay. They will try to fudge five minutes here, 10 minutes there, very subtly. I'm not saying a lot of businesses do that. I'm not saying every business does that, but I've seen it happen. And the only reason I could like verify that was happening to me because this uh, old boomer guy, um, um, you know, made me write, write down my clock ins and I noticed it. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am missing 30 minutes, you know. <laughs> you know, this is weird. I've clocked in, clocked out, but like quarter of this calculation, that's wrong, you know. And you can show them like, hey, this is wrong. This is wrong. Well, your papers wrong. My paper's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly when I clocked in and clocked out because I sat here right there. Sat here. Watch me on camera, you know. You know, but anyway. Give me my time card. Yeah. Where's my time card? Yes, yes. Where's my time card? I want to see my time card. And sure enough, um, you know, with the system we were using, someone went in and did edit my time. So, yep, yep. Gross. Yeah, very gross. Very gross. Yeah, but I, you know, so like I said, I always get the record. <laughs> but no, no. Uh, no, no. This is just the thing I've been looking at. Like, uh, I will say this also to people who are applying for jobs and not seeing and not getting any results. Um, I will say this. Um, I think the best, uh, another good way is to go to like um, networking events to find these people. They were hiring them. Look them up in um, LinkedIn and find these people or go different events. Um, the other one too is if you're applying for a job, especially at entry level. Um, if you don't have all the things on the list, remember those are wish lists. Some people have gone through and just through a bunch of things, SEO things, trying to get find people. If you've got majority of these skills are on here, or some of them, or close, or some are, you know, like well, I'm weak in some of these areas, you apply. Just apply. Just freaking apply, because like. My company wanted someone a little stronger on databases than myself, but I'm stronger in so many other areas. They didn't care about the database thing. We just hire a contractor if it's something I can't do. Uh, another another important thing is to don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. just start applying for stuff i mean out over the past like the, my last four jobs were fast food computer teardown um and basically amazon shipping mm-hmm. and now a pharmacy technician it's 
all widespread, massively different. Things barely connect each other in circles. Get get the ADHD uh, uh, resume. No, 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 no. I got that. I got that. Uh, I got that. Oh, I know somebody who works there. Cool. Let me get it. Let me have that job real quick. I need a job. And I just stay until they kick me out. Oh man. Oh, I saw. I had a. Uh, I was going to report this meme though. By the way, um, it was there was like, did you? Are you a, really a jack of all trades, or you just have unchecked, undiagnosed ADHD? And I was just like, report. This is offensive. Report. <laughs> <laughs> this. This is a meme. This is about me, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm in this picture. And I don't like it. This is this person is offensive. <laughs> First off, my ADHD is in check. That's why I drink so much coffee. <laughs> That's the only reason it is in check. This is how I aim it. I use my yeah. coffee to aim my ADHD at things. This is nitro cold brew. <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I'd make this nitro cold brew and put some uh, gamer subs in it. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. I, I think my heart went up f- four beats a minute. I don't even know how that's happened. Uh, coffee makes the uh, uh, the, the best uh, uh, pre-workout, okay? Right. the uh, I do free people out when I go to the hot yoga and I'm in the room drinking coffee. <laughs> and I complain that, oof, the room is cold. <laughs> What is wrong with it? That is, that man's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's more. It's you know, it's more fun when you walk around with booty shorts, saying it like mm, it's freezing in there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's okay to not have the same to, to reach for something that isn't regularly in your comfort zone. Oh, yeah. Going for a job that you have the potential of being able to excel at <laughs> is always an option to do that. Yeah. 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 You were, yeah, you know, it's, it's perfectly fine to go do something else, you know, because I enjoy also like from hiring people, I enjoy people like with having like a different background because you bring, you know, so many different skills to the table that your average candidate, you know, probably isn't going to have. Like, so like, especially like, a, oh, excuse me. Anyways, uh, so, uh, so if you have someone who is very worldly, like who is like, okay, they've worked at this thing in this state here. They've constantly keep like, like sometimes like there's like red flags, like, okay, this person keeps moving around this state. You know, like, yeah, it's kind of like red flag is like, this person keeps moving around, but it's like, or they just worldly. They just, they, just, they will like traveling, you know, but they're going to do the job the best as they can. It's like, if those places are willing to give the references and like, yeah, this place is great. It knows all the, you know, knows a bunch of things. Cause he's been in different kitchens. Heck yeah. I love having chefs that have been like, yep, six months a year, five months there, six months Chefs there. totally makes sense. If it's like certain jobs where they want stability, it's like, oh, you but you were at you were at four, you're at seven jobs, but each of those jobs you were there for a year. Mm-hmm. That they're like, oh, well, it shows that you you can at least invest a year in it. So if they if they, they can know that you'll at least invest a year in of your time into it, even if mm-hmm. you're not gonna stay for that for super long, you'll at least invest yeah. a year, which is enough. Which is enough for somebody to go, well, if you're here for a year, I can train you for like a month and then I'll still get 11 months of process progress out of you. Yeah. And if you're not willing to give someone a raise after the year, trust me, they're going to be there for just the year. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, they didn't want to commit. It's like, did you give him a raise for the first year? No. So that was no. <laughs> Why would they commit? Unless, unless like they're a previous, unless you're giving like a 30% bump from the last job they just had, most of them are gonna like bounce on you after that first year, you know. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, that is just just what I've been seeing like, uh, on the marketplace. It's just these weird, you know. It's also that lie of like, hey, no one wants to work. It's just freaking BS. So people are applying for things, they're out there, but it's also like, but people don't want some of these junk jobs. There are something like also like junk and terrible ones where, like you say, like the fake remote ones, yeah, or the slick. Well, the, it's daytime, but you need to be have some night shift availability. What? I thought or, it was or, or or my favorite, or my favorite. Uh, we're okay. Every job you have to have at least one weekend day a week. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah it's a five day work schedule, but you have to work at least one weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Some people don't want to work weekends, you right. know, and and some people do, or some people are fine working weekends, or some people are willing to sacrifice that. But you should probably pay for those people, just like you do third shift, who's willing to like take some of these days and go work like and work the weekends i enjoy i need people to work sunday i love when i love servers who work sundays and saturday mornings so i can go to brunch with them after yoga i need that worker there i can mm -hmm. understand they want to go off and go party i understand they want to go do simple things but i need them there i'm willing to tip more for them and i hope that business pays them more for being there too you know versus someone who's just going to be there tuesday in a regular afternoon it's, everyone is freaking working on tuesday afternoon you know yeah you know, you know, I think like, yeah, it's, you know, it's, if you want that person to be there, like, you know, you know, you know, you know tr treat them like they're meant to be there. Like you want them there, you know, exactly. because if you don't trust me, someone will, or they'll just keep, they'll just keep hop around, you know, the because it's easier to be, you know, okay for six months, you know, the glow of being brand new, you know, you still have in six months, you can be completely screw off and just keep switching jobs every six months. Right. Well, when I was in fast food, uh, the place I worked at, you know, is uh, authentic, authentic Mexican cuisine. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Beast tacos. <laughs> if only Mr. Beast was around at that point, it'd probably be a better job. Uh, but when I was like managing people, I would show them I value them. And while there are plenty of times where I, f I felt like the people above me didn't value me. Mention the people I, wor I worked under me did. Mm -hmm. At one point, they're like, "All right, we need you to work Thanksgiving, and you close. You can close the store at, at five o'clock, uh, but everything has to be out of the heating cabinet. Everything, mm -hmm. just throw it all away." Yeah. And like, there's two bins of tortilla chips, and they're like, "Can I have that?" It's like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's going I'm in the trash, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you can take this home. I just need it out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like <laughs> I, I, I definitely at one point somebody took a whole bag of the ground beef because it was because <laughs> it wasn't gonna uh, gonna last a whole day overnight. Mm -hmm. yep. So I was like, here you go. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, that's the other thing with like when it comes to managers, like you know, you've you know, like giving people some spliff stuff just to get them to come and be careful how you talk to someone who's coming in and relieving you. You know, I've <laughs> Remember my wife? She was talking about like uh she had uh when she was working at a uh, local gas station, she's she had a third shifter 
you, she was like, he's drunk. I could tell that he's been drinking, but he's here to relieve me, and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so what did you do? Like, I just mentioned, like, are you diabetic? He goes, yeah. And I just like, okay. And I assume it's that, and I leave. <laughs> Did my due diligence. <laughs> see, see, my benefit when I was in passing most time was like I was working the closing shift. So it was like, mm-hmm. cool. Nobody comes into the store if, until like four hours after I leave. Cool. <laughs> but there's also there's also the other aspect of it for a lot of corporations wise is mm-hmm. why would you be loyal to somebody who wouldn't who doesn't do the work? And why would if they're not going to show their faces or show that they have any investment in it? Why? Mm-hmm. Why do you care? Exactly. Exactly. When, yeah. yeah. I think. Um, yeah. This local company I used to work for. Uh, we go to the track here in May, right? And we'd get there super early in the morning to set up all the bars and the catering special and the thing. We get there super freaking early in the morning to get it all set up. So we have to wake up early and just get to the track. And every May, we'd get there. I remember my first time blew my mind when I saw him, his mama, and most of his family there making us all breakfast. <laughs> they were here before us <laughs> setting up breakfast. It's like, thank you. Thank you for showing up. Here, let's go. Let's get going. <laughs> you know, serving us breakfast, helping us get things out. You know, let's go. Let's go. Let's get this going. Yay. <laughs> like, right. It's, it's, it's one of those days of like, if, if you show that, if they show that they care, and you feel like they care. It's a night and day difference. I knew so many employees that are like, they weren't amazing on my shift. For other people, they're just like, eh, mediocre. Because the person who was running that shift was an asshole. And they don't care. Like, fuck that guy. I don't care about him. Whatever. When it means that, cool, everything is clean and spotless, and food gets out faster than normal, and we get mm-hmm. shit done. Yeah. 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 Right, home. Are you okay? I'm fine. Just listening to you. <laughs> I mean, that was one of the things I I had the best job ever when I was working second shift because everybody was gone for the day. It was just me in the building and I had about an hour's worth of work to do. So I got reading done. I got all <laughs> kinds of stuff taken care of. There was, was so awesome. much time now. Oh, man. <laughs> that's that's when you was working at the uh, candle shop, right? Second shift, he's making all the candles. Oh, <laughs> no, he's working that was an interesting job too because shop. so I've been working. The and, and, and it's probably um, something that I don't know happens a lot these days. I can tell you about mm-hmm. what it was like back for me back in you know the early nineties. I was. I'd been working as a, a, a mechanic, not mechanic, but a mechanical type job. I was rebuilding uh, fan clutches and um, moved into inventory control and did a bunch of other stuff there while I was there. But I was going to college, back to college, back to school for um, computer stuff. Mm-hmm. So I graduated from there and I was going to go to back. I was trying to get a job in computers. Mm-hmm. And I applied for this one company and they never called me back. And I called them and I said, Hey, it's been a couple of weeks. You know, I was just kind of curious what was going on. And they said that they didn't think that they could afford me. And I said, Well, <laughs> what are you offering? And yeah, you're overqualified. Like, you know, it was like two and a half bucks less an hour than what I was making, but I didn't want to do what I was doing anymore, you know? And I knew that I could, I could start here and move up. Mm-hmm. I was just will offer me and she said okay this and i was like i'll take it 
you know, so that's how I got into IT, but you got to be sometimes willing to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the job I have now. I took a pay cut because like, I just wanted to do a security job. I wanted a IT security job on my resume, you know, and it's just like, well, we can't like, we need someone who does security, but we don't think you can afford to because like, yeah, you know, like, but it's like, I'm, I'll take the pay cut. You give, if you put security in my title, <laughs> that's what I need. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> right. Like one of the things that like it happened a lot when my mom was looking for a job is she kept running into the places that are like, oh, you're overqualified because you have, you have like 20, 20, 30 years in customer service. And this isn't customer service. You're way overqualified to be a part of this. So we're not going to give you the job. We'll put somebody new in here. And it's like, no. That is one thing like, I have heard of being overqualified for a position, even though you need a job. They're like, you're overqualified. We can't, we can't hire you in. I'll, I'll tell you a fun one too. This is when I was first starting. So I, I was in the Navy, nuclear reactor operator, blah, 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 got discharged. Um, so I'm looking for a job. I don't want to really, you know, I, I don't <laughs> want to move somewhere where there's a nuclear power plant and I was not wanting to get into that field. And, <laughs> So I'm trying to do some other stuff. Well, I found manpower was hiring and they didn't find me a job as a data entry operator. I'm like, cool. So I go to this mm-hmm. company, this big company in Indiana, Indianapolis, mm-hmm. which you would know if I told you. Um, they're not really around much anymore. Um, but they uh, they were one of data entry operators. So I went and, uh, to the interview and the guy told me at the interview, he says, well, I don't know if you'd really be happy here. Most of the, the gr- Most of the gals back there are pretty quick, you know, with the data entry. So I don't know if you'd fit mm-hmm. in because I was a guy. Right. And I said, well, you know, I'd, I'd like to take the, you know, little test you have for me anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, we'll give you the test and everything else. Blah, blah, blah. By the time I had gotten home, they had called and offered me the job because I was the second fastest code uh, typist that they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he wasn't used to guys being fast typers, data entry stuff. So <laughs> he was just like going, no, 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 the, the girls are doing it. You, you, we, you can do something else, you know? So, <laughs> That was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. I think the overqualified ones they they hurt. I got I hated that. I wanted someone was like, "We think you would be bored here." Yeah, you're no. too qualified. Let no. me decide. But 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 I need a job. <laughs> so yeah, we know you need money to pay your mortgage or feed your family, but <laughs> you're overqualified. But, yeah, which. I've said that before, but I've seen people resume this person's way overqualified for this thing, you know. But like I get that, but that yeah, but a lot of that also like if you're worried about like getting that if you're seeing that a lot, like if advertise how much the position's paying, right? And if the position says it's paying this and you get someone who's overqualified willing to take the position, like yeah, they may stay there for three or four months, but you if you don't have to train them, you know, because they well, gotta... you do is that you can get stuff out of that person. Like mm-hmm. if I if I've got a department that's screwed up really bad and the mm-hmm. guy left and all the documentation's in bad shape and nothing's done right, yeah. I can hire a guy in if he's willing to do it for three months, mm-hmm. document everything, put everything back together right, get me something so that when I do hire somebody else in, they have something to start with instead of trying to recreate from scratch because of what this guy just did to me you know, when he left. So there's always, there's always chances out there where you can take advantage of that person's overqualifiedness to mm-hmm. – ramp up and impact your department or wherever you, who you're ever hiring for um, mm-hmm. to make it better going forward for everybody else. Yes. 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 It's, uh, 
it's like, it's like the job. Okay, so I did the I, I did the fan clutch job. So I got okay. the job rebuilding fan clutches through through manpower, and it was just a weird call because I had just gotten uh, the one job had ended, and I was looking for something else. And they said, "Well, we got this one thing." The guy it's it's working on trucks, but guy says he can teach anybody in a day and i'm like okay whatever so i went and did it and you know i've done mechanical work before so I, it was kind of easy to me so i started mm -hmm. doing this and then in the process of the couple months i was there mm -hmm. i started building processes to where we could build instead of three or four fan clutches a day we were doing eight or nine right then i did inventory control i said why are we not you know, we're, we're having, we're sitting here waiting for guys to come in with a blown fan truck, a fan clutch. Mm -hmm. We fix it. They wait an hour or so. They, we fix it. And it's on, you know, we got people in line. We got people, you know, how it's, long it's going to be. It could be a long day mm -hmm. before they can get back on the road again. So why don't we take the most popular ones that we have, get some old cores, rebuild them and have them in stock. Right. That way, when they come in, they could just give us the core. We hand them a new fan clutch and we go back here and we build it and put it back on the shelf. So we started doing that. And I started doing inventory controls and we started into this big process where we were putting out tons of fan clutch. We were selling them all over the country. Mm -hmm. Right. And it it was that kind of stuff that I brought to the table that mm -hmm. they weren't expecting. Um, and they ended up they ended up paying me pretty well for it for a while. You know, I just. uh Decided I didn't want to do it anymore, but that was, you know, <laughs> at least somewhere where I felt like I had contributed to that company. Right. Uh, like the, this job and the previous job within the first three months of me being in the, in the company, they're like, you know, enough to train other people go train. You're the trainer now. <laughs> that's not even, a, that's not even exact. I didn't ex even expect it at this company. They're like, yes, here you go. <laughs> you do this, please. Like, and you cool. pay me this, please. Yeah. <laughs> You're increasing exactly. what my workload is. You can pay me for it. <laughs> exactly. But it's just one of those, you know, if you're qualified and you know what you're doing, they'll do it. Like, I'd, I'd never worked in anything pharmaceutical connected at all before this. But the, but they're like, well, you you have a grasp on it like the person who trained me they're like yeah you're the easiest person i've ever had to train because you just got it and i didn't have to i didn't have to really try <laughs> like, <laughs> like i do you like watch me do it a couple of times and you, you just had it so i was able to just leave you alone so <laughs> <laughs> but you know not everybody is qualified for it and they're get they took the chance and in the process of paying for me to get the tech license and pay me more for just having the license and they're paying the courses to get the license. So it's like <laughs> mine as well. Yeah. 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 All right. Right. Home. Do you, do you, do you, do you want to talk about your thing? I said you could in your last five minutes. Do you, do you want to do it? Oh, I mean, there's my only, my only depression about today <laughs> was that it wasn't the trifecta. <laughs> oh, man, I know, right? Now, right? some people may say that that third person has already been let go and they're just hanging around for a while so they can leech off of them. So they're only showing up once in a while, right? Mm -hmm. But still, it would have been really cool to have that third announcement come out and go, yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Hat trick. <laughs> now let's go. 
<laughs> but no, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, she won hit. She won hit. That would have been a win for um, media in this company, just to be trustworthy somewhat again. You know, mm-hmm. but but not letting any of them off the hook. Just more of like you have. You're going in the right direction. We're going the election season. Can you continue? Yeah. Well, you know what they were replacing they were replacing Tucker with was like just an hour of news or something like that. Or I, I'd rather hear you re, bring back net headline news mm-hmm. and listen to me. Bring back the headline news channel where I can just for a half an hour hear the headlines and they mm-hmm. repeat every half hour. And when something breaks, you change it up a little bit. I would so much rather that than listen to you idiots talking about politics without knowing what you're talking about. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, because <laughs> you get opinion. people who believe that you know what you're talking about, and you don't. You're wrong all the time. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Can we just go back to not having 24 hour news cycles? Can we just go back to that? Things felt so much nicer it's not the, it's, and quieter. It's not the world you live in the, anymore. Because the ignorance, think. the ignorance was so blissful. Well, the problem, the problem <laughs> is, is that you used to only have to care about your local area because you, getting news from somewhere else was hard it wasn't easy Mm -hmm. right and as it became easier and easier and easier the news cycle got smaller and smaller and smaller and all the stories started blowing up and you think wow all this crazy stuff is happening in our world that wasn't happened before no you just didn't know about it because everybody cared about their little county or city or state Mm -hmm. you know they didn't they didn't care i didn't we didn't care what happened in New York because we weren't going to New York anytime soon, and it wasn't in our daily thing. We were worried about what this person down the street is getting into, and what about the kids down down the block? They're stealing everybody's stuff. You know, let's get them wrangled together and figure it out. You know, and now it's not like that, right? I mean, it's just because we have the ability to do that. It's the same thing like with Chat GBT, GBT or AI, and so everybody's all worried about it. I'm like, yeah, it's going to change things. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be sucky parts because of it, mm-hmm. but it's just the way technology advances. This is what we're going to have to get used to and deal with. I'll be know? honest. I'm, I'm not scared of AI until it can draw hands properly. Yeah. When that is, when oh. they do that, it's over. It's over. Well, even normal artists can't. Because normal artists can't, AI. <laughs> normal it, artists it can't even me draw so hands. Much. Right. It irritates me so much that they call it AI. It's not AI. Mm-hmm. We have nothing close to AI right now, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's going to. Hundreds of years before we can think about being close to that. Right, Reinhold's going to be the one that really good I have no mouth and I must scream. Mm-hmm. Reinhold's going to create really aim. Good, mm-hmm. Really good programming is all you have. You're seeing wow. somebody, a good database access, a good learning engine to update that database, but not any thought processes going on behind it that are developed by the machine itself. It's not rebuilding its own code and thought processes as it goes along. It's not happening. It's not thinking. <laughs> it's looking up a matrix and doing a case and then going to a database. That's all it's doing. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, the I will say this, like with like a so uh, I'm not I, I thought about doing like a boss hog style podcast for my local small town. Um, because some people just don't like our small town just like, just like 
all the meetings are on Zoom. I can look at the previous meeting notes on YouTube. It's really good to get like find out what the town is voting on. But people still act like in the Facebook group, like oh, we didn't know this was happening. I can't believe they spent money on this. I can't believe we're doing this. Just like everyone right now, like here on my Facebook feed and everything like that for the local town is going like oh, I can't believe they they shut down this major the main street to do construction. I go like they have been talking about this for three whole months that this is happening. This is happening, and it's. It, it, and we're putting sidewalks in. I can't. We and they denied our our um, uh, bike lanes. I, I really wanted the bu- real bike lanes, not the bike gutters. But uh, you know they were gonna make them gutters. Um, honestly, I just uh, I think it was just not just like some other YouTube channel was talking about like this way to how to get how to sneak them into a town, like to tempt them using like concrete barriers, like the parking barriers, so you could tempt in a bike lane, see see if people like it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm like, so you could easily put it in and easily take it away. But, oh, you don't like it? Let me take it away. You know, so and you don't spend a lot of money and you can move them around places, you know. But, anyways, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, um, I want, I, I want I, I, when it's mm-hmm. to a point where I'm not working, like when I retire, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go to the courthouse and just sit in every single meeting. I'm gonna go to the, the, the jail and watch all the in the courts, right? I'm gonna go watch all the mm-hmm. all the court stuff, and I'm gonna just sit there and report on it. That's all I'm gonna do all day long. Just sit yeah. there, I'll take a lunch, get to know everybody, and just that's Ron Holt's YouTube channel. Uh, old man yells at news. Yells <laughs> at news. Yells at courthouse. <laughs> Honestly, people would watch it. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> they would absolutely watch it. I know, right? Yeah, yeah they'll watch, watch anything really. Yeah, it's true too. That's also true. Yeah. All right. All right. Before this episode gets too long, in the truth, I gave Ryan all his five minutes. He used them very wisely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, us talking about about AI and <laughs> and the news media. Yeah, I will. Say, I will say this with AI. I was like, well, wonder what's going to happen to like the low line employees. I was just like. Why do you think AI is going to replace us? They, oh, yeah, I don't need the corporation. <laughs> a true AI, a true AI will allow me to like, like, yeah, having AI will let me get, let us bypass the need for a corporation. I don't need you. Like, but you, no, no, you think I need today? You need today? I to get rid of me? No, I'll be AI to get rid of you. <laughs> well, yes, my AI does do all Modern my marketing times for the movie universe. Right. Yeah, I got the AI. Yeah, but I can use this to replace the marketing. Blah blah blah. Like, yeah. So why do I need you? Right. <laughs> I'm done. I can I can go do this somewhere else. <laughs> go somewhere else. Go get everything else done. I think it's just. I think AI is just. I think yeah, AI is the death is the death knell for corporations. You know, big international what happens when corporations. A- what happens when AI is able to take care of your finances for you to the point where you don't have, if you're not good with money, mm-hmm. the AI can help take care of it for you. Like keep you out of debt, out of uh, being homeless, just by being able to manage your funds for you. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. The no. issue with that is, is that because there there's too much human error to that where somebody like, I want to buy this thing. And the AI goes, no. And they're like, how do I bypass this thing? That is true. Uh, Ramsey like, has cool. been there yelling I'm at gonna people. I'm going to get a new credit card. Don't care. 
Yeah, Brian. I'll, I'll yeah, say Ramsey like, doesn't I'll... have insight into your personal finances, and I think that's really. I mean, he can say, "Oh, blah 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 blah," but everybody's going to go, "Yeah," but you don't know exactly what my situation is. And if you have something that's looking at your exact situation and say, you know, if you do this, you'd have mm-hmm. this much money to bank. If you did this, you'd have this much money to bank after this many years or whatever. Somebody may be able to go, "Hey, well, I didn't realize that." I can do, you know, that sort of thing. Like uh, instead of going to there's a thing going on now instead of going and buying something um from a, getting a loan from a bank you know mm-hmm. get a loan from yourself at a certain rate and and you can do it in a certain way that you actually save a lot of interest yeah and trying to go through like a bank bank yeah. and i don't know i just think that that's there's things like that that we could teach people mm-hmm. a lot better and we could have like like little we could have clippy you know, for finance. Right, hey, it right. looks like you're trying no. to save some money. <laughs> Let me show you how to do that. Which is be cool. You know? but, the, but then you have that one person that'd be like, thanks, I'm saving so much money. Now I'm going to get this credit card because it's not going to affect my financial statement based on what that says. Boom, max out the credit card. Uh, this is my, I'm gonna get another credit card. Yeah, but you card. have that Mass now. It out. You, you, I know that's you have exactly. that now. I'm just I'm just talking about giving tools to people who are actually wanting to know how to do this and don't. And don't have the resources, you know. Yeah. yeah. The people who are going to be like you, like that, are going to do it anyway. So who cares? Right, but right. Yeah. I mean, most of the people who are sitting some people, some with no house aren't those types of people, right? The people who are get homeless aren't that kind of people. There's people who don't know what they're doing, or they have mental mm-hmm. illnesses, or they have situations that come up that they don't have any protection for and fall out of the cracks and then can't get back in, right? Mm-hmm. So if we can help them, help people like that from falling into those situations mm-hmm. to begin with, with technology, not government handouts, not laws, not all the other things that they want to do, but technology, helping people be able to help themselves in a much better way. I think we we put a dent in a lot of that. I I agree. but then That's a hot that, take. But then, then that, my <laughs> yeah. question is, all right. Uh, that homeless person, how is they're going to get access to that technology based on what price point it has to be at for somebody to make it, for it to be financially viable for them to make it? Public libraries do it now for internet stuff, right? Just yeah. snap on the I, internet. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think. But the libraries are dying because the copyright issues where the the copyright holders are trying to destroy the libraries by forcing them to buy more licenses for books and they can't even hold the licenses because they can take the licenses away and now the books are feeling now the libraries are feeling pressured because they can't even afford to keep these licenses or keep themselves open yeah I mean, that's a whole other question donated they aren't buying them it's not anything they have to worry about licensing for they're already the license is already taken care of for that no the digital license, license something that's already bought the, 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 uh, the digital, digital license, yeah, there's the digital licensing thing. Um, yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. Uh, I see. Like, I, honestly, like uh, as you were saying, I was just coming up. Like, honestly, I would love an app that would just tell me, like, "Hey, we noticed you was going to buy a, a new iPhone. If you just took that thousand dollars and uh, bought Apple stock, <laughs> buy some <laughs> crap tier uh, Android phone in three years, it would be this." Oh. Android, it is. <laughs> oh, but the problem is, is that you don't buy that, and you don't buy that. You, you don't buy that Apple product. Mm-hmm. Your Apple stock then tanks because everybody's not buying the Apple product anymore. <laughs> then you have no retirement. Uh, it's the kind of argument there, Harry. Somebody would be like, oh, that is true, but I do want to flex on TikTok. 
buy his phone anyway. <laughs> I know. And then I invested. So, like, thanks, Mr. Flex. I love when people flex like that. You know? yeah. Works out to my favor. Anyways, you know, 10 minutes over. We're done. This episode's over. Say goodbye. Okay. Okay. Bye, guys. Is, all right. But uh, no, if you got this far in this episode, I want to say thank you. Um, you, you know, you're real fans. But if, but if you're listening to this in podcast form, please come hang out with us on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come hang out. Get on YouTube. Go to twitch.tv slash we are libertarians. Just a little R. So the A R E. It's just a letter R. Or come on youtube.com slash we are libertarians. Come hang out with us live and chat with us. Have fun. It's, you know, like, you know, we're here having fun, hang out with us. Please, please come. You know, um, so we have a lot of fun here, uh, uh, especially the next time because if I can get Paul to show up next Monday, it's you know, I, you know, I'm getting some really cool time. But, anyways, thank you, everybody. Have a good one. Say bye. Bye. Guys. bye. <laughs> he bailed quick. <laughs> <laughs>